up, everyone? Pat Mayo here with the 2021 Arnold Palmer Invitational One and Done Preview. So get your picks in in the race for the Mayo Cup. Always remember to do that. Always better to not take a zero when you're trying to have a cumulative total for the season. Although if you just go off my picks, then you'll be getting zero anyway. There's nothing like taking advice from a guy who's currently outside the money in a tournament that you're all playing in. So again, this is more so for the giant race for the Mayo Cup, obviously in smaller one-and-done leagues, whether it's a three-person uh, like we do on the show every single week or in a 10-person, 20-person, obviously the strategy changes a little bit. You don't need to get as contrarian, and then it doesn't really matter where you're at in the standings. If you get a winner, then you can... I mean, the goal is always to find the winner, regardless of how popular they are. But if you really feel that strongly about who is going to win this week in a golf tournament, then I, mean, I don't even know why you're bothering playing this or you bother watching. Let's go put like a million bucks on someone. You're going to turn that into like 33 times your money. So the way that we need to think about this is where are the popular picks going to lie? If you're at the top of the leaderboard, then you can eat as much chalk as you want. If you're way behind, like one of my teams, one of my teams is slightly outside of the money. So I can go a bit more balanced with that, but I want to continue to hammer down on the players that are probably inside the top 10, top 20 in terms of betting odds and not try to take a complete gamble on a long shot at least not this point during the season so when i look at the arnold palmer invitational in terms of the betting odds you can just very clearly see who the top odds guys are you have rory bryson dechambeau victor hovland tyrell hatton those top four likely to be very popular one and done picks this week sung jm patrick reed matthew fitzpatrick paul casey hideki spieth molinari and horschel i would say that the cutoff would probably be after matsuyama in terms of just the very top end guys who players are going to use uh, and we'll go over ownership percentages already of players that have been used so looking at those just the odds board, that's a good way to generate ownership guesses this week for how many people are going to take those players. The other way to do it is to log on to FantasyNational.com. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo, by the way, for the discount. And just check out the DraftKings ownership projections for the week because those mid-tier guys that you don't know if they're going to be popular or not if they're spiking in terms of ownership on DraftKings chances are they're probably going to be pretty highly owned in the one and done as well so this week guys like Sam Burns for example a player that I bet to win he's coming in at 40 to 1 45 to 1 depending on where you look out of like the mid-tier non-favorite options I would expect him to come up very highly also Will Zalatoris uh, to rate out very highly Cameron Davis another mid-tier player in terms of the betting odds at least and DraftKings pricing that you can probably expect to carry at least like five percent ownership in the one and done not a reason not to use those players mind you five percent you just really don't want to use the guy who's like 20 percent owned that's really what we're trying to hammer out here I would expect from the very top end that more people will likely use Hovland than use Rory or Bryson in fact Bryson may be the least owned of all of these top end guys. If I just had to throw out a quick guess on, I mean, it's not quick. I've actually looked into this of who I think the most popular players are going to be top five wise this week. I would say that Fitzpatrick is probably going to be number one. Hatton, number two, Hovland, number three, Sungjae, number four. And then you're probably looking at Rory, Paul Casey, or Sam Burns. That would be my projection for the top ownership guys. So hey, if you have someone on the lower end of here, like it's not a bad week to burn Rory. Maybe you want to save him for the players or for a major, but this is definitely a tournament he can win. It's not a small prize pool at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. It is not in the realm of the players next week, but all of the good players are playing at the players almost like they did at the WGC. Like you really need to find a winner there if you, in a very strong field, finding a winner at least at the top end 
is theoretically easier because their win equity is higher in a tournament like this. For me, I bet Matthew Fitzpatrick to win. I'm going to use him on one of my teams. Chances are he's one of the most popular players owned. Not good strategy on my part, but I just need some cash. I think that he's going to have a very good week back-to-back top 10s at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. So you get him at Bay Hill, whether the wind is up, whether the wind is down, I know that he can compete at this tournament. So I like Matthew Fitzpatrick. I'm not going to reveal my other pick because I haven't decided on who it is yet, but I'm leaning towards Hatton, Sam Burns, and maybe Patrick Reed as my other one. I think that Patrick Reed is going to come in a bit lower than everyone else, and there's a few factors behind that. Um, When we look at the overall ownership so far, there's no player who is available in this field that's been used by more than 30% of teams. So the most used player in the giant one and done right now is actually Sungjae. He's been used by 29% of the field. Uh, Rory has been used by 23%. Hideki, Zalatoris, Hovland, Reed, Day, Bryson, Hatton, and Casey have all been used by at least 10% of the field so far. So those are live options for everyone. Last week, I actually, when I did the show, Patrick Cantlay was still in the field and he had been used by over 50%. So that would be a good week to burn him. He's probably going to be my one and done next week at the Players' Championship, only because I know that so many people can't use him that if he does win, I can box everyone out and that's going to be his biggest score of the season if he comes first, second, or third, basically. Unless he wins a major, but then... I would assume that he's not going to be an unpopular pick next week. Just not a huge ownership that if I can get one of his big scores when he's not available to anyone else, that's probably a route that I want to go. And that's a way to try to catch up from the middle pack of the field. But Patrick Reed, for me, I just don't see him being all that popular. When it comes to my betting card this week, I'm still trying to decide between him and Hatton. It just seems like the Reed odds are going to be a lot better. Strangely enough, if you look at him, his season is starting to mirror what Jason Day did the year that kind of he went nuclear on everything. Patrick Reed's putting is out of this world. And we say that putting isn't predictive because it tends to be high variance. But right now he is on such a roll on the greens that it's really hard to overlook. Like his putting at an elite level that he's someone that has gone through these streaks in his career that if he can continue to sustain this, as long as the ball striking is just decent, he's going to win a whole bunch of these tournaments. He's already won the corollary course that we like in terms of Torrey Pines. The BMW PGA Championship on the European Tour is another one to look at. If you look back the past two playings of that event, you'll see that Patrick Reed finished inside the top five. So when you take a look at how he's done at this tournament in the past, he's made the cut each of the past four years. Uh, He came 50th two years ago, but 15th a year ago, a top 10 the year before that. So it's not like he's unfamiliar with this territory in his past two starts, a win and a ninth place finish at WGC Mexico. But he is just rolling on the greens. We don't have strokes gained data from the Masters, but he finished 10th at the Masters in November. But on either side of that, over five strokes gained putting at the U.S. Open, three at the Zozo almost four at TOC, over four at Amex, four and a half at Farmers. That's only in three rounds of data. Same as the Amex, that's only three rounds of data. And then you have data, data, you know what I'm talking about. And WGC Mexico a week ago, just under four, 3.8 strokes game putting. And it never really goes sideways for him. And the greatest part right now about what he's doing, he's gaining strokes off the tee, he's gained in five consecutive events, and his irons have started to come around a little bit. He only gained 0.7 strokes gained on his approaches at Farmers. Last week, 
at WGC, well, not Mexico, at the concession course, he gained over five. If his irons actually show up, he's going to win this tournament. So if he continues to roll the putter at the same consistent rate that he's been doing, it's not something that you really want to bank on, but I'm choosing to believe it because this is what Spieth did for a while. This is what Day did for a while. That's how they were able to achieve what they did at the very peak of their games. They just needed the ball striking to come along. Like the around the green game is never really going to be an issue for Patrick Reed. He is immaculate touch from the green side. So Patrick Reed might end up being my other play. And now that I've said that, maybe he's not going to be as contrarian, although fade Mayo is probably the best way you want to go. I actually used him on one of my teams at the Farmers. That's where I got my win to be just outside of the money. So I can't use him on that team. I'll have to use him on the other one. But Patrick Reed is where I'm leaning right now. The other outlier play that I can see going with right now, because I think people are saving him for travelers, maybe the Masters. Uh, Valspar is another spot for him. But Jordan Spieth. Uh, his off the tee game has been improved. He's no longer in the negatives every single week. The long iron game, very good. We know his on and around the green work, very top tier. Never played this tournament. He is going to be exceptionally low owned. And if we look at guys inside the top 10 of betting odds, he might be the lowest used of anyone in a one and done. I think it's a complete gamble, but we know that there is upside around as it pertains to Jordan Spieth. If you want to get tricky in someone that's not like 70 to one to win, he's 30 to one to win or 25 to one in some places right now. So Jordan Spieth, I think should be in the back of your mind. If you believe, if you are a true believer that Spieth is on his way to being back to Jordan Spieth and with the way that he's been playing, the driving just needs to flip for him. And he needs to start getting like a stroke and a half, two strokes per event. And he will be back to being Jordan Spieth. Once again, he right now he's at like the break even point, but if he continues to make these improvements and keep the ball out of the middle of the water, which is kind of tricky at Bay Hill, uh, if you're not driving the ball well, but if he can just hit some fairways, he's going to be in play this week at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. So another back-end pick, low-owned pick, that you could potentially burn here while everyone else is waiting and waiting and waiting to see a breakthrough first before they use him. In something like the one-and-done, being a week ahead of everyone, not always the worst idea in the world. Anyway, uh, you can subscribe to Daily Fantasy Sports, pick some bets, the mix, for all of this short-form content. I have a Players' Championship preview for the betting odds that were released that I did with Ben Raza up right now, so please go check that out as well. And all of the golf coverage up on Mayo Media Network. Subscribe to the channel, like the video, and tell me who you are fading in the one and done in the comment section. All right? See you next week. 